Diarrhea. I'm setting the bar awfully low. Titus O'Neil keeps running directly into that bar. Get him off my TV, get him off my TV. You make me very angry. The man who has a better IQ than you, the awe-inspiring JC. You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far up Vince's No, butt. no, no, no. Oh, you are no, such no, a no, suck no, no. You, you are. defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This is the Chopper Knocker Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Jabberknocker Podcast. As always, it's Nestle Mini alongside for the ride is JC. We are back, the first one of the decade in 2020. We've got 2020 hindsight vision. It's what it is. 2020 hindsight vision. Kick it off 2020 with a bane. We're back and we're better than never. Now we're probably just the same. Maybe slightly worse. Who knows? Maybe we lost our edge because we haven't done like a regular weekly like podcast in probably like a month. Because I did the awesome one with TJ. We did the awesome Knocker Awards. You did the awesome King Leon. It's the, all over the place. Is he the third or the fourth? He's the sixth. The sixth. There's Jesus. six of them. There's six. That's that's a lot. Yes. Six is a lot. So, of course, check out the Knocker Awards and Nestlemania's interview. Those are available on demand. Is that what they'd call it? Sure. Previous In episode the of the podcast. Um, you know, five stars, five flames. New year, new rating. Guys, did you know on iTunes, you can rate, re-rate five stars every week? Shut the fuck you up, You should do really? that because that would probably help us. Yeah. I've been doing it for... Like other podcasts, and it, it you know go a long way, and we appreciate it. So please, uh, give us the gift of five stars, five flames to start twenty twenty. But you know what? There's only one way we start the show, and let's get it. You'll always be in my shine. Mwah. Mm, it's good to hear that again. <laughs> but uh, I liked a lot of things on SmackDown this week, but we're not going to start there because oh, no. Raw, like it does, will do one thing well, and then about eight things wrong. But you know what? I thought in terms of like title matches this week they had two championship matches on raw the uh united states championship match between andrade and Rey mysterio and also the triple threat match for the raw tag team titles between the viking raiders the dun 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 street profits and your boys oh no your former boys former make sure you say former but you know what I'm a tag guy, so I want to start with the tag team championship match because I thought this match was super hot fire. I was, you know, oh, just going through Raw, getting ready. And all of a sudden, the minute the Street Profits music hits and they come out and Montez is just like... I wish you could see uh, And then Angelo's just bouncing and they're doing the camera shot in the crowd and Angelo's so big that he's just like filling the whole screen. It's just... It's, I. Everything about them, man, we say it all the time. Electric! Yeah. I just can't get enough. And then, of course, the match gets started. I thought it was a good match. It was a good match. I the here the my thing about Raw specifically is that it was everything was great, but there were things within it yes. that I was just like, oh, this could be an A, but it, to me it's a B minus C plus mm-hmm. effort sometimes. So when I I watched it, I went great. Like I love this stuff. Like the crowd ate up Hanson or Ivar versus Montez Ford with the flips and yep. the and the cartwheels and the cartwheels and then like being athletic and all that stuff. That was great. I, I appreciated that from an aspect of it. But the one thing that I do not enjoy, actually I'm gonna say one thing, but it's probably a couple things. The most egregious thing to me that I hate 
is a triple threat tag match. Oh, where they're tagging? Yeah. It's it, the, the thing that bothered me was that so they knocked Dawkins off the apron, right? And so Montez Ford looks like a fucking buffoon because he makes a hot tag like Superman Cena jumping across the ring to tag in his opponent, Yeah, the Viking Raiders, which to me makes no sense. You need help from your opponent in hopes that you get back in the ring at some point. To me, that is egregious, stupid, and unnecessary. There should me. be no tags. It should be treated like an actual triple threat. Absolutely. Yes, you tag in your partner, but there's three eligible men at a time. Absolutely. It's just I don't get why... That's the thing is WWE. I think they have they have the horses in this division. Absolutely, on both Raw and SmackDown now with some returns. Like I'm looking at them, like there's actually like if they combined them, they'd have a super division and it would blow anybody else out of the water. Sure, keeping them separated like weakens them, but at the same time, looking at them like there's enough teams in both ponds now where like WWE has the horses. They have a lot of the best tag teams in the world. They just find ways to fuck it up along the way, like you yes. said, with rules like this. And But I think it was a positive in terms of since we're in the shine um, that Raw is showing some focus here on this Absolutely. division. They are uh, previewing matches the week before, telling us what's coming up, which is something Raw isn't doing. They do like the Saturday dump or like at the last minute. But even for next week, on next week's show, there's like four or five segments already announced. I think this is a positive for Raw going forward but also like the best storyline moment of the week for me was Andrade and Ray oh yeah it's like they find a way these guys have fought what six billion times it seems like it yeah but do we care no absolutely not because it's good and they found a way in this match which was a incredible match and then you had the the shit where Ray looked like he was gonna win Zelina put Andrade's leg on the rope and then you have the move where uh Andrade throws Ray into Zelina it was just there was so much going on here and then obviously after the bell you're like okay maybe it's over no Andrade rips off Ray's mask, runs away with it, and it's like, okay, we went from like a really good feud to a blood feud. Sure. And obviously later in the show, backstage, uh, maskless Ray Mysterio Booyaka. attacked Andrade, which even in that promo, like Zelina always talks for him. She didn't really talk for him, and they're kind of teasing still that dissension where Andrade used her to like like put her in harm's way yes. to gain the advantage. Exactly. But Ray comes out and attacks her, and she's still with him. But I believe Ray stole the title. He got his mask back, which he immediately put on. He got his on. mask back. I believe I, he stole the U.S. Maybe. title Maybe. I'll have to go well. back and yes. check the tape. But I, I, look, so there are certain things about this match that, again, I think I've said this on this program uh, too much, basically, that I will watch CN versus Ray every day, all day, twice on Sunday, without any hesitation whatsoever. I enjoyed this very much. It doesn't look like the same match every time, and I appreciate that more mm-hmm. than anything. I think that's a testament to both of them and how they can just go, 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 and find a little bit of tweak over here and do that over there and make everything different because... This is a rerun, and I'm wearing the Monday Night Rerun shirt. But it's a but good it's, one. But it's a good rerun where I look at it and go, you know what? I'm okay with this because it's something I want to see, and they're tapping into something I want to see. So I'm, I'm perfectly good with that. I will say the one thing that about this, and I'm, I know it's a shine, so I'm not going to he- be heavy heat on it, but the one thing that threw me off, which I thought, again, could have been an A-plus match, which mm-hmm. it was, it lowered to me in like a B area, was the weird ending where like he had him already hooked for the Hammerlock DDT, I think Kyoto or whoever the referee was told him to go check on Zelina. Yeah, but it was that just was weird. it was it turned it took in like I understood what they were doing, but I thought like and that's the portion of the WWE product that I hate. Mm-hmm. The referees have the earpiece. Somebody backstage told the referee he has to hit that mark to go over there and do that thing. It killed the flow of the matchup because I thought Ray looked over at Zelina enough in my opinion and, and CN was already in the ring whipping him back in and put yeah. the thing in but the fact that he came back out did that thing was just it was such a weird thing for me where I felt 
you didn't need to do it. Yeah. I know I'm sure it'll be in a highlight package later or in, in, you know they'll show it on the Titantron next week when you didn't care about Zelina, yada, yada, yada. But there's just – I'll be curious to see going forward if that one hiccup meant something later on down the line because why would you need to go hit that beat? You know what I mean? Yeah, it seemed like that was. there's definitely going to be a reason for it. I do have one last note on Andrade because I know we both love him and most people do. I think he's phenomenal. But there still remains one thing to me that holds him back from being like an A star. Like right now he's A minus B plus. Like and it isn't the language barrier. It isn't anything like that because the manager fixes that. It's, I think it's unique to him. But what kills me with him, and we've talked about it before, is that fucking finish. Mm. Like the hammerlock DDT, first of all. It looks like he's wrestling. He's trying it, to get a bra it, it, off yeah, somebody. It, first of all, yes. Like you said, it's way too much setup and it's yeah. not effective. It's like for a guy that goes out there and flies around, literally like – flying around like full speed ahead like off top ropes like doing all these moves his finisher is the slowest most like weak like thing ever like this is something to me if you want to bring andrade where he could be like top of the show like world champion i don't think you'd be an effective world champion with that move right they need to find him a new finish i don't know what it is something like a running knee would be good i know everyone does those but something more of that ilk i think would fit him better and that to me is what is killing andrade at this point yeah it's, it's bad it's very very bad you want to keep it shiny? You got anything else that you want to uh, uh, highlight, I guess? Yes. My only other part of Raw, which I thought was, like, shiny, was the other part. my favorite part of Raw. Personally, I just didn't bring it up first because, you know, it is what it is. And I love everything Eric Rowan. Oh, Jesus. I absolutely – like, uh, this is something the last few weeks we haven't been doing regular shows, but, like – I love this storyline. It was a lot of recycled stuff up until this week. Obviously, this week you had the backstage first off with Mojo. Oh, fucking boy. stud. What a Stop. what an acting job. Don't do Mojo that. should be in the Marine Seven. Don't do that. Because that acting job was phenomenal. No, that so was, good. That was so, so good. bad. No, it was so, so over the bad. top good. I loved it. It was effective. Rowan's little smile. That's the thing with Rowan, is he's always a guy that's been there and I respect him, but like I'm actually interested in him. Like he showed his promos with his feud, like with Roman Reigns and stuff, that he can he has the chops. But then we get out in the rain and you know, we saw the jobber and he destroys the jobber. Excuse me. Can I Yes. What's up, jobber? Give me a name here. Jobber alert. KJ Orso. KJ Orso. Not only did he get his ass beat yes. by the big redwood, he got to see what was in the cage too. Yes. But not only that. When he came out, not only was he freaked out, he had like at first I thought it was blood, but then it was like orangey. He had something all over his face, and that means I have one question oh, and one God. question only. There it is. <laughs> You're so excited, his headphones fell off. Oh, <sighs> it's back. It's back, <sighs> big. Whew. Force it into your veins, baby. I'm a detective nestle head. I just I can't tell you right now when I saw that I went, oh God, give it to me. I I it made me think so many different things. It made me think of a lot of different things. As a matter of fact, I think I've actually booked it. If you go to jobberknocker.com, we, that's, that's what we call a segue in the biz, folks. You go to jobberknocker.com right now, and our boys of the Jobberknocker staff work eloquently hard. I mean, that didn't make any that sense. That makes no, no fucking sense. sense. Uh, very, very hard anyway. I'm sorry. It's, it's too early in the morning for me. They try really, really hard. Yes. There's an article up there about uh, Vince loves ridiculous storylines, so we decided, hey, we're going to do something very weird and show you the new storylines that could possibly happen because Vince loves shitty things. And one of mine is about Eric Rowan, Ooh. possibly using this cage as something else later on down the line. Go over to jobberknocker.com and watch. No, sorry. Listen. or No, sorry. I can't even talk right now. Read. 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 I'm sorry. I need to have like coffee. We don't have an audiobook version yeah, of the website yet. I should. We should. <laughs> sorry. I am, I am on fumes, folks. Uh, so seriously, back to the Eric Rowan thing. I was thinking about it. It could be. 
a rat. Although, would 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 Mojo Raleigh react to a rat yes. like that? You think? Yes. Like, what is wrong with that's, you? That's what it is now. Whatever it's gonna be is it's gonna be funny to see why Mojo reacted like that. Mojo stud. Fuck you. Always, always been a guy since 2020. Oh, stop. Since day one, 2020. You've been a Mojo guy since 2020? Yeah. I'm going to get since you a day shirt one. Says, Mojo Raleigh guy since 2020. Day one-ish. Down since day one-ish. We'll get to them later, The too. dummy of the decade, Mojo Raleigh. That's Mojo Raleigh's back. There was something that changed about him Fuck about a you. month ago. Not really sure what it is, but it's like he just... He's been used on TV more. He had the thing with Kevin Owens. He was more confident. Oh, he God looked better. It. His wrestling's probably improved. I don't know. I you would know because he doesn't get on the fucking I know program. his acting's better. Like I said, Marine 7. I'm sure they can get some other like, He also won films. the 24-7 championship yeah. on the oh, New Year's Eve. God. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that. Champion already. New year, new mojo. Oh, God. Stud. Anyway, back to what I was going to say. It, it could be orange. It could be red that that poor uh, uh, KJ Orso had on his face. I thought that meant that the animal bit him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it could be something that maybe it was spit on him. Maybe it was acid burning his face. There's Ooh. a lot of things that could be happening here. If that's the thing, maybe it's a dinosaur from Jurassic Park that spits the venom. Who knows? Who knows? However, I'm thinking along the lines of I just it, – it killed your momentum of what you thought it was, and it bums me out. Because I was like, well, it can't be a dead <laughs> thing like Josh – who the fuck is Josh? JC predicted <laughs> – I'm sorry. I'm falling apart today. It's a new new year, terrible nestle. New year, bad nestle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you guys know I'm going to fall apart in about a month and a half, so it's fine. Uh, but it's just it's so hard for me to, to look at that and go, God damn it, I wanted what JC said. I wanted that taxidermy thing. Maybe it's a, a live taxidermy. Maybe they stuffed it because they thought it was dead, but it's actually still has a pulse and came back from the dead. I don't know. But here's here's the odd part about this entire thing that as you put on the detective hat and you sit and you look at these things, it was so much a and maybe it's the new part of what we're talking about, but it's it's to the point where he has the cage, didn't want people to see what was in the cage. Now he's offering what's in the cage. Maybe it grew up. Maybe it was something. Maybe it was a baby Yoda and it grew up into a big Yoda. Oh, that stop. Spits venom. Stop. If you're anti-baby Yoda, like, I might have to assassinate you on It's this not program. baby Yoda. You have no idea that that's actually baby Yoda. It's not baby Yoda. It's a, it's, it's a, a species well, yes, of what it because is. Because we don't know what the species is called. Yes. It's an unknown. But what else am I? I'm not just going to call it the child like they want me to. I'm going to refer to it as baby Yoda so you know what I'm talking about. Oh, boy. If I say the child, it could be anything. But if you say Baby Yoda, immediately people listening, since we're not visual, go, oh, the adorable little gifs that I see every day. And GIFs. I love, oh, I follow Baby Yoda on Twitter now. Oh. There's a Baby Yoda on Twitter? Oh, my God. It is just like, if you're having a bad day, go to that Twitter account and you'll just. I can't do this. It's the, Baby Yoda's, it. Baby Yoda's the new puppies. You know what I think? He's the new puppies. Baby Yoda? Overrated. Yeah. You know, I think it's overrated. That's, that's such a nestle take to it not is. like anything. I don't like anything. That's right. I'm going to hate my life. That's what I'm going to do right now. Look, <laughs> so there's so much about this thing. Do you do you have a guess, honestly, like right now, if you gun to your head, what Eric Rowan would have in I there? don't want to guess because I like it so much. And you I, don't want to know. I just, I, I'm enjoying the fact that that's why I like things like this because it's a, like a B-list storyline. It's just something where it's like every week there's a little like twist and it still is. And it's like kind of when they first were debuting Braun. Sure. And he was just launching jobbers. I, it's five minutes of my time and I'm enjoying the fuck out of it. Eric Rowan's the new Braun Strowman. Ooh. But with a twist, with a cage and a little, it's a creepy A lot weird. of Gaga. Yeah. So it's like, you know what? I'm just every week. It's like, oh, when's the Eric Rowan segment? Wow, you know who would have thunk you of all people would yeah. have loved an Eric Rowan? JC segment? JC, 2020, Eric Rowan guy. Let's go. You're just grabbing all the guys nobody yeah. wants. Hey, that sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah. okay. Big guy grabber, JC. <laughs> 
my thing of the week that I thought was something that I wanted to, to press upon that I thought was super shiny was The Miz versus Kofi Yes! For me, I enjoyed this. This was right here. Ballpark, in my opinion, with the exception of Ray and CN, this was the thing that had my attention all week. I like I it. it. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was fun. I, You know, you had that whole thing with, you know, like Kofi trying to be positivity and The Miz clearly getting upset even though we talked to Brian earlier. Would you say he had some edge? He had some edge. Edgy Miz? Yes, Edgy Miz. He was cold. He was uh, cryogenically frozen, as we said on this program, mm-hmm. for a very, very long time until The Fiend hit him with some, uh, with some stank. And so, uh, you know, so I watched it and I went, okay, this promo is good because The Miz is clearly, you know, not having a ha-ha at at anything. And Kofi's like, all right, dog, like, I'll I'll go out there and I'll fight you. But if you watch the match in general, you can actually psychologically see The Miz turn. You can see The Miz getting frustrated. You can Mm -hmm. see all these things happening in the middle of a match. And it was nice to see something because it was just, you saw the frustration go through him. He loses and then he turned at the end and then he had a, you know, I can't believe you're booing me, booing me, booing me. And he got to that point of back to what made him fun. Yes. And that's. All because of one Yowie Wowie. He turns everyone. He you know what he does though? The fiend really what he does is he puts people in their best life. You know when you hear that song, I'm living my best life? The fiend is making sure that every wrestler's living their best life, JC. That's what happened. Yeah, it made their me... best career, their best yep. moment in their in the ring is because they are going to relive all of that glory, glory days. They're gonna live it because of the fiend. And you know what else I liked about this? Is because a lot, sometimes, a lot of times in wrestling, WWE, the last couple of years, it's just like they do something like this, and it's like, okay, now where do they go? Mm-hmm. There's a path now where they go. And you're not going to like it, but they go backstage. And this is not shine worthy. The New Day is tag this team is champions. Stop. Miz's former tag team partner, John Morrison, Stop. is back. He joined the Miz in his dressing room. This is exciting. I talked about the beefing of the tag the division. Beefing. Now, all of a sudden, we have The New Day feuding with Miz and Morrison. This is interesting. This is good. It is pushing something forward. It's allowing more Kofi and Miz together, featuring Biggie and John Morrison. You don't like John Morrison, but this, I is, don't. A, this is a huge positive. This is a huge positive. I, look, I hope, I pray that I come on this program and I say, you know what? That Morrison, he's not that bad. I really hope so. I hope I can live in a world where I can say, hey, in 2020, John Morrison is not that bad. Now, yes. Will Kofi Kingston and John Morrison both be in the Royal Rumble and probably do something acrobatic at the exact same time? Because that's what we They're want. They're going to have it not get eliminated off. Yeah, exactly. Until Brock just is like, I just, I just gave away one of my 30 hopes, but that's fine. Oh, we get to do that soon. Yeah. I think it's 15, but it's still for me for 15 15, for you. 15. But anyway, it's look Unless forward to we do to 20 and 20, maybe we'll do a 40-man Rumble. <laughs> Who knows? Look forward to that in a couple weeks, folks. That's our other favorite uh, game to play every year. So... But I, I listen, I'm not going to spend time on the Joe Mo because it's not worth my time. So I will say this much. The man looked terrible. He opened that door and I went, what the fuck dude, happened to I, you? He looked, he looked, the man, the man looked like he's he handsome as fuck. He hit the bronzer way too fucking yeah, hard. who cares? He looked like he was shellacked you know in tannin this oil. It was awful. This sounds like pure jealousy. Listen. If, he is so handsome. Here's, here's the thing. I'm not a big Morrison guy either, but here's like I respect it. Here's the thing. I respect the flow. That's great. Wonderful. You want to know something? When that man can actually throw an, a legitimate, realistic punch, a punch and a wrestling 101, especially in the Royal Rumble, all you do is kick, punch, struggle in the corner. He's There's gonna... a lot of people who can't punch. I know, but <laughs> this one, this one is so egregious. Like, let me have my meaty forearm hit you with no effort. <laughs> and he's just like, this ain't make-believe. Boom, elbow. It's stupid. It's it's just, it's awful. You want to talk about something? Kelly Kelly, Jomo. That's where it is for me. 
Undertaker. Did you see the thread on Twitter of why Kelly Kelly? Uh, is it a legend or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. More legendary than uh, Stone Cold of or course. something? Yeah, no, Stupid. It, was good. it was good stuff. Stupid. Check it out. So Find let's it. get out of this. Well, you know what? I I'm, can't do it. I have a message, and this is for our size shamers out there. Oh, you, Jesus our boy Christ. Cap, who fully admits when I talk to him, he's like, yeah, I'm a size shamer. He's like, I, well, I don't respect it. Rise oversize. Shorty G's moniker, baby. Rise oversize. Rise oversize. When I heard that, I'm like, oh, my God. Um, it's it's like, a t-shirt. It's, it's, It'll be like, a t-shirt. it's like I wrote this. Rise oversize. It's perfect. Um, Rise oversize is for something that you put for somebody that has to feel good about themselves. Hey, exactly you know what? what and that's his whole thing. It's like the revival, who I also love. Trying to bully him because that's what they do. And that's, oh, why, that's why I respect their bullying. I don't respect most bullying. But sure. the revival's bullying is okay. Um, but it sets up a match. And like I always say, uh, Shorty G and the revival is always a uh, great combo. Sure. And my favorite part of this match, though, was uh, we got Scott Dawson on commentary. And I believe he called him Shorty Gable. And uh, Scott Dawson said, Shorty G, get it right. <laughs> I lost it. It was just of course so you funny. Did. So good. there's nothing that you love about the, the top guys. Uh, top guys are studs. Shorty G wins. Uh, the Revival beat him down after, but then... Oh, God. Fella! Our boy Ben probably uh, had a little white noise in his pants, and uh, we had probably... <laughs> I'm sorry. That's so much funnier than I expected. Uh, me too. I, I didn't... Yeah. Wow. Uh, that actually works. Oh, you can't do any better than that. Nope. Just take a small bow and move um, on. Incredible bro quick. I loved it. Shorty G sells and great, and I can't wait to oh, see more. Oh, God. You know what's funny is that somebody put, like, 2015 versus 2020 debut or, or re-debut. He did the exact same thing mm-hmm. twice, and I went, oh, you killed it for me. Because I was actually – I was – I le- there's a part that Ben's going to get, oh, my God, I can't believe Nestle's on my side. I legit got goosebumps when Seamus came out, and I'm sitting there going – I looked at my arm and went, Really? Dude, really? There but are th- parts of Seamus there, that there are, are so elite. There are. There are parts of him. That song is elite. Dun, da, song da, is da, elite. Da, 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 His finish is yeah. elite. It when is. he's yelling fella, like, yeah. I love that shit. But the thing is, is, is like, the, the thing that made me giggle was that, like, five years, they literally showed him on Twitter, <laughs> like, top to bottom. That's It's literally the same re-debut. It's, it makes you think, like, wow, how cyclical wrestling is, but it's even worse when it's the same fucking person. He came back, Awful. like, yeah. You but it, I, I'm I'm excited. Like he was gonna get my comeback. Like he really yeah. was gonna get my comeback. And him so. and Shorty G, like that's a good opponent for him to start with because he can throw him around sure. a little bit. Shorty G will sell for him. He'll Absolutely. make Sheamus look like a fucking powerhouse. Absolutely. I will say there's there's a portion of this that I want to get to it later. I'm sure it's more heatish, but that's just me. So I will I will probably get to that later. All right. Um. Always in the shine. Mandy Rose. Uh. Great oh, friend. God damn it. She's an absolutely great friend to Otis. I don't know what. You know, people like anyone who ever bashes Mandy Rose, she's probably the most loyal, like nice person in the world. Um, we also got some Drew Gulak PowerPoints that out of this segment with Otis. One PowerPoint. Which was uh there was a good little Photoshop they had going there. Uh Otis beats Gulak as he probably should, and uh you know what, twenty twenty, I'm okay admitting this. Oh no. Um because, you know, I've always been hard on heavy machinery, and I still, like... You're a size shamer no, about no, Otis. No, 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 no. Yes, absolutely. No, I like... I'm, what I'm trying to say is I like Otis. Oh, okay. It's one of... Because the, the thing I was worried about with heavy machinery is... I'm like, they have to be put in the right spots. And they're putting Otis in the right spots where he needs to be. They're doing a good job with them. It's not over the top. He's entertaining for what he is on his own. So, I think they've done a good job. The storyline with Mandy is highly entertaining. It's a long-term booking thing that they've been, they, you know, Otis just kind of made on his own and they're using it on TV. I think it's working. It's just one of those like B or C list storylines. And I thought overall, all this stuff was entertaining. He's, I, he's burping. I feel, I don't want to burp in anybody's ear. So I know no. that was, I'm proud of you. 
Uh, I, I listen. I, I Tucker has no no life in the WWE. He is going to be swept under the rug. Hey, everyone needs a Otis tag team is, partner. Yeah, but Otis I mean, isn't a singles guy. He's better in a Otis tag is, team. I mark my words. In two years, two years, Otis will drop Tucker, and Otis will become he's the new Slater. He's Slater. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. That's that's the thing is that's why I'd prefer him in the tag team. And honestly, it's probably better. It is. Yeah. But I think two Tucker years from now, he will... Tucker can get beat down and hot tagging. Yes, it's exactly. Because Tucker is a good wrestler. There's just no... There's, there's no, no panache. No there's panache, no Genesequa. No gaga, no yeah. anything. Yes. There's no There's no nothing. There's it, no nothing. I mean, his name's just Tucker. 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 <laughs> That's the most interesting part of him. And it's the other it guy. has nothing to do with yes, him. Yes, exactly. Exactly. He likes steaks and weights, and who cares? Moving yeah. on. Uh, I don't have a lot more that I'm very, very excited about here. I think it's probably time to get heady. Yeah, I will just say, um, besides the tagging in part, I didn't hate the women's triple threat tag match. Stop it. I thought it was entertaining. Stop it. And the one note I have is um, all week on the dirt sheets, you read how they, uh, I know we don't like to talk about them, but they said Dana is seen Anna. as nothing more than enhancement talent. She's just out there to lose, and then she goes and pins Sasha on SmackDown. So middle finger from Pritchard and Creative to you. Yeah, go ahead. Hit it. Hit me Get with your heat shot. Get off my TV. Get him off my TV. We're going to start with the women's tag. The floor Saturday. is yours. All right, so here we go. This is where I, I, I shine, no pun intended. Uh, so, look, the, we do this whole thing on SmackDown with the, uh, the I think it was Triple Threat. Women's. It was. It was a Triple Threat. And so, first off, we have everybody cut a fucking promo. Lacey, talk, Lacey comes out way too fucking The promos early, weren't great. And it was like, you talked about my kid. Bailey's like, ah, uh, I didn't get a chance to. Uh, jump the gun. Uh, last week. Yeah. Our kid. No, 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 no. This week oh. in the promo. They said, like, she was supposed to talk about her kid. Yeah, they, and they, they hit them. It felt like they, they hit the music they early. They hit the music early. She okay. walked out and said something. So I don't know what, what the hell happened with that. And then after that, this is the most egregious point, in my opinion. Bliss comes out and says, I don't know why we're in this match. Yeah, that was That, not... to me, makes no sense from a fan's point of view that makes me go, why do, one, why do I care about this match? I'm going to go take a bathroom break or fast forward. Two... I don't care about Alexa Bliss or Nikki Cross. And three... Hey, hey, I always care about no, Alexa I'm Bliss. No, I'm in this particular instance. And three, do I care about anything in the women's tag division? Because it's just these three... What uh, women's tag division? Exactly. It's these, They're these, tagged... One and a half of their tag team champions can't get on TV. Sure, sure. It, it's just, I don't get it. I don't get it. And, and, of course, Dana gets the fucking win, whatever. It is what it is. Moving on. It, it's not great. It's... She had a she had a crunching senton. I think she almost broke Sasha in half or so. Whoever she pinned, I think maybe Bailey. But it was just, it was just a lot. It Sasha just, always looks like she gets broken in half, and she's yeah, fine. she's she's fucking Gumby. All right, here's she's, she's good. So here's why I wanted to get back on SmackDown about something you said earlier. So Elias comes out as the uh, you won't know this because this is a reference. Elias know. sucks. So he comes out and does his best WCW Max Payne impression. That's a WCW fat guitarist. You won't look it up. Google it. It's I know a thing. who Max Payne is, and not the video game. I know. I know who both are. Okay. It's a great game, by the way. Anyway, moving on. So we have this. Here, here's the thing I don't understand. So after that, we have so we have Elias make fun of the revival in his little guitar solo. Then we cut back to a promo with the revival and Shorty G, and it says on the very bottom of it earlier today. Yeah, and Elias. Yeah. So he already had made that comment. Yeah. And then the promo they said earlier today. Maybe Elias was in the truck and saw the, the footage. And I listen. <laughs> Don't no, even. it was the continuity. The was continuity was poor. in so backwards. Poor. It was just the way it was said. It was like all you had to do was not have the earlier today, and it would have been perfectly fine. But the fact that he said earlier today when Elias didn't even mention it, it was just so out of order to me. I went, dude, you're a multi-billion-dollar company. You have the best production of anything that I've ever seen in my life. That is such a hiccup. It's such a it, it, as a fan. If I pick those things out, it makes me go, why the fuck am I watching the show? Yeah. Why? 
It doesn't make any goddamn sense. And there's more things that like just continue to happen where it's just it's unnecessary. Like it's just it isn't. It is not fun for me as a, as a fan. Like we've had two weeks off. I actually enjoyed those two weeks off. You know, I, I enjoy yelling at you. You enjoy yelling at me. It's a whole thing. But, you know, whatever is what it is. Uh, so we move on to, I assume, Raw, because I think that's the last thing on SmackDown. I mean, my only note is um, the this, this Strowman needs to just get that title off Nakamura. We were talking about it off air. Like, has Nakamura ever defended the IC Championship since he won it? No. Like, do you want to talk about the worst championship, one of the worst championship reigns of all time? Like, this is up there to me. And that's like Sami Zayn's trying his damnedest, but it's just – that title, they get it a new look, but you forget what it looks like because it never, it's never put on the line. Like Strowman just needs to beat him for it. Strowman will be on TV way more than Nakamura. Maybe he'll get some rub for that title going into WrestleMania. It'll give Strowman something meaningful. Just for the love of God, just get it over with because this Nakamura title reign sucks and blows. Sucks and blows, yeah. he said. Sucks and blows. But yeah, let's go to Raw because uh, I'm sure there's a lot we can talk about. You want to hit the... Uh... Oh, do we have a shut-up? We don't even have the shut-up button. I'm sorry. It's not there. Shut up! Shut up! So, first off, feel bad after the AJ Styles match. The poor fucking uh, official runs into the ring and gets tackled by security, which is, I, I didn't know. I, I was so confused. I was so confused. On? And so, I, thank God I read Twitter and what was happening. But So, you feel bad for that guy. Then they come back from the break and they do this whole thing with Lana and Lashley and this whole thing. And, uh, the, the, the good part, I will say, is that when he said shut up, the crowd ate it up. I will say this so. about Bobby Lashley. The last two weeks is, like, the best Lashley has ever been, like, non-fighting. Like, his facials last week and that wedding and everything, like, Lashley's kind of been knocking it out of the park in this fucking garbage-ass, poopy, shitty storyline. Um, but I will say this, because obviously we didn't really talk about the wedding last week. Oh, Jesus. Um, talk about this. The last two weeks, this storyline, it's so bad, it's good. Like, it's so bad that I can't take my eyes off it. We've reached that threshold with this where, like... Don't say this. No, before, like, I didn't want to see it. I wanted nothing to do with it. But the last two weeks, with how bad and how much fucking nonsense... Like, you say it all the time. It's a car wreck. You can't look away. Like, this is, like... This is an absolute home run for them right now. As crazy as that sounds, the ratings showed it last week with the wedding. The YouTube numbers show it. Like... We are hate watching this so much. Like this is the girl that you're trying to break up with, but every time you do, she slides under the sheets and you can't get rid of oh her. Oh my god. It is just like this is just this is so good I can't stop. I just like I can't I This might, is what's wrong with America. I might have to go to rehab to, for this, but like I just I can't I can't stop. This is suddenly like Casey, I just you have a problem. the live shit, like her coming out of nowhere and it being so awful. It was good. Rusev on fucking shitty green screens, like just making no sense. <laughs> like it's just good. Like I just no, it's I, not I, I don't. This is just it's so fucking bad, but it's like I just can't. I can't. I feel so dirty, but I just like it's one of those. You are things, dirty. I I don't care. I like I don't care. I just it's I'm bathing in this shit. And I am just nasty. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how else to put this. I think. I think a lot of people know what I'm talking about because get, we're getting. This, I'm getting this vibe from a lot of people too with this shit now. Like, it's. No, it's just, it's really fucking bad. No, I. I listen, nestle. listen, listen. This is your cup this of tea, is my baby. Cup of tea. But even I have to look at this and go, why the fuck? Like, you know, like we always we joke with Cap when Cap says he's always like, whether it's his wife or his friends, like they walk in and see him watching wrestling. And you, oh, you no, know, this is absolutely this is, that. This is one of those like, please, God, nobody, for the love of God, see what I'm but watching But at the right same now. time, like you kind of want to lock the door because you don't want to miss it. 
So here's here's you the still, thing. You still want to watch it though. So our, we had we in our in our thread last week for the for the wedding. Everybody was like, oh, like you know, even Ray Ray was like, okay, it's a wedding. Well, Everybody's gonna love it. And Ray Ray's super positive in general. So kudos to him. But I was sitting there going, okay. There's a lot of WWE weddings that are fucking terrible, like just fucking terrible. And that's kind of why they're good. And <laughs> but there's just there's it's so bad. There's something about this that I was just going, God damn it, just God it damn it. It was so bad. So the part that I don't understand about this week is that they have, and we're, we're 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 talking in circles because we're doing them the, the service of talking about it. But they have the rededication. They actually whatever got married. They, they I got guess. Married, yeah. Whatever, yeah. So they have that thing, and then Rusev is goofy. And he's got like this weird like doink the clown thing going on where he's like yeah. making faces and being like, ooh, 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 you know, so I'm Rusev and whatever. I don't understand how it went from like goofy to in an instant. It was like, I hate you. We're having a match next week. And he's like, you'll see the Bulgarian brute next week. Yeah, no he, he, he tried to flip the switch, but it didn't work because he's on a corny green screen. Yeah, yeah. And of course, like yeah. fucking Jojo, you know, Jojo, no, I would say Jojo. Joe Stopper said like, hey, like. There's music playing from via satellite. Like, it doesn't make... That was very weird. It was very odd. It was just like, we're going to play him off because the heel looked bad in this segment, you know? So the whole thing was just, I I, I, I can't do it. Like, I, I watched it and went, I watched it for the program, for us, but I, I just, I would have fast forward. I would have fast forward. But you watched the entire wedding, right? Oh, yeah. but This that, week was not yeah. as good, but like that wedding, like, I had to rewatch it because it oh. was so bad. I didn't watch it again. So the the thing that I didn't the thing that I didn't get was that I just felt like at least at a wedding there's something like you get excited about, but for me like it got progressively like not I, just I worse, but it got progressively the, like, oh God, like I can predict everything about this. And I don't like when I can do that. Like at least when you had the Triple H wedding, you were like, Oh shit, or whatever, like you don't see that. Shit well, coming. I will say this. You like said about live on Twitter, nobody else was thinking that. Right. So I think for most people, it's surprised. We knew something was coming out of the so cave. So I'm right. Thank you. Recent. I appreciate that. For like the first time, you were right, and I think that yes. maybe that's what it was. But just yeah. like I just, I it was spoiled for me because I watched it on delay. But even still watching it, knowing what was going to happen, I still just it was. I don't know. It was. I. It's such a guilty. Like I don't know. It you need just, help. You need hey, help. I'm not. I'm not alone. I, I know. I'm not, I know. I'm not alone. You want to know why? There's a lot of us out there, and we're gonna have like sessions together where we can yeah. just, like you know speak what? about our feelings. Sure, absolutely. It, it. You should have Alana Anonymous or something, or like bad segment anonymouses. That's what you guys yeah. should have. Just hang out together, talk about these bad segments. I will say this. I'm very happy for Liv because. People can say they look at it as a negative, but like this is the biggest moment of her career because this she's in a major storyline like on Raw, like something interesting people are talking about. Like this is this is a big deal for her, and I'm happy for. So her. here's the other thing that I that again people may forget in the middle of the a promo with our truth she pops in and she says I'm going to be in Rusev's corner. Now I don't understand if she's in love with Lana, why is she in Rusev's corner? Does that mean she's so? Here's the other thing too because it's one of those things. It's like you want to get revenge on your ex, but it's it's. It, it makes sense. It's filthy. You yeah. Know, here's here's mm, here's so good. here's why I, I you know so what I, good. As you as you just as I see the shit eating grin on your face as you're talking about. This I watched the Bachelor. That's of what course, I, was I love this. That's what I was gonna this say. This is so good. This is such Bachelor shit. And this is why it's a home run because yes, like it, the Twitter bubble of the wrestling like yes. diehards fucking hate. Yes. It. Like the notes. But this it, is you bachelor. hate when something that you actually like is treated as a joke. But to the outside world, yes. this is like the coolest thing wrestling has ever done. And that is why it is a fucking home run. Because people love dirty, filthy, disgusting, stupid shit. 
And this is why it is a viral sensation and why people who don't even watch wrestling or casual people who like to come back from time to time, they'll come back to check this out because it is filthy, it is disgusting, and it is that guilty pleasure. That's why it is a home run for me. As much as I hate it, we, it wrote, we did an it entire is. article about it, it about why like Vince wants to do more yes. of it because he knows in this day and age it's like stuff is so predictable. And yes, you still need like your regular, but Raw is a fucking three-hour show. Sure. We already talked about it. There was a lot of good wrestling matches. There's a lot of different segments. This is something where it's like, you know what? We're just going to do part of it. We're going to piss off our purists. They're not going anywhere, though. We need to get more eyeballs on this product. And it fucking worked. Here's what it I fucking worked. Here's what I don't understand, though. I don't even I know. I don't really care about ratings and all that shit. I just don't care. But did that rating? Did it did it pop for the wedding? Like somebody tell me. I don't know. Uh, there were numbers where Raw was like way up. It was like their best Raw. And, okay. and I normally ratings are mostly bullshit. But right. when you see spikes like that, there is a reason for it. And it's because they did this fucking obnoxious, disgusting storyline. It, so I, I, that's what I think it is. I think it is the bachelor mentality. Yeah. I think that's why you love it yeah, so much. Of course I do. It's great. I can't wait till I haven't watched last night's episode yet. Bachelor's back. I oh, cannot Jesus wait. Christ. Oh, the new guy's a fucking loser. I, but I, I don't even oh, care. God. It's not even about him. Imagine if we put you on Bachelor. Oh, You'd have so much fun. I'd be such a a bad bachelor. I don't know. I don't think I'd be good. But somebody, Billy, I'm, if you're listening, for the love dude, of God, I am please too, Photoshop JC's face on the bachelor. I'm way too uh, much of a sap. Do you know how many times I'd be like crying and shit? I'd get destroyed. If you on get that show. if you get drunk, those girls would eat me alive. But that's good television, apparently. To I you. know. I would. Just, you would love you getting uh, all sorts oh, of yeah, bullshit. It'd be, it just. Uh, oh yeah, that not. It's be, awful. Be bad news. You're a terrible human being. Sometimes you know that. So, I'm a great human being. Ugh. Uh, uh, I don't uh, even know you anymore. That was like I feel so, like I feel kind of free in getting all that off me, like because it's guilty. It's been kind of like sitting on me for like two weeks now, but like now that we're out in the open in our safe space of this <laughs> safe this, space. this this podcast that space. everyone can listen to, I feel better about it. This is not a safe space. We come in with our arms up every week, just ready to duke yeah. it out. Uh, hopefully, my mom isn't listening. Your mom is going to be I so... I talked about like a... D- 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 yeah. yeah. Um, she raised you. She loved moving you. Moving on. Where would you like to go? <laughs> I don't know where you go from here. I don't have a, a witty transition. Well, a... well uh, you know, I got a natural one. So we talked about Rusev being this like goofy baby face. Yeah. I don't know this. I don't know what this is for me, but uh, Drew McIntyre the last couple weeks. Yes. Um, he beat Noah Jose. I've been... It's one of those things where I, I'm usually right down the middle with McIntyre. I know you're not a big fan, but... His character the last couple weeks has been this goofy, cocky baby face, I guess. Like, especially against Noe Jose, where he comes back and he's like, who wants some more? Who wants some more? And the crowd's going nuts. He's going three, two, one. He's counting it down. Like, that is his baby face, his baby face. Like, he was brawning. I call that the brawn. Like, that is legitimately what he was doing was the brawn. That when he's waving his arms around, like, getting the crowd, like, oh, you want me to do it again? Like, and I don't, McIntyre's been such a dominant heel for a while, but. he They have nothing for him. Well, no, I'm problem. curious, like, what. Because they're clearly building him up again. Sure. As a Royal Rumble, like, quote-unquote favorite. I don't think he's going to win it. But no. it's it just – I'm curious what you think about this weird, goofy, but cocky, dominant baby I think, face. I think if he's given a proper platform and an actual feud, he can do really well. He's very talented. He's a – he's – He's a, a very opposing. Like he's tall. He's, yeah. He's big. He's he's can't size shame him. No, I mean he's a big dude. But there's something about it where I was watching it, going, ah, he's not a bad babyface so far. Granted, here's the part that I think. Okay. There, there are certain things in WWE that just they don't change, and this is probably why people leave. But Drew McIntyre is what I like to call, as we've talked about on this program, a regular season guy. Yes. 
And so you get into the pro, the, the postseason, the playoffs, from Royal Rumble to WrestleMania, you don't matter. That's what it comes down mm-hmm. to. He'll never matter until they give him the time that he deserves. They, That's it. They went out of their way in that promo, though, to make sure he said he's never had a world title opportunity. This is a guy people have wanted to get behind. Sure. I think the people are behind him. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe he got a shot at Brock at one of these tweener pay-per-views. They're maybe not gonna, they're not no, going to have Brock well, do that. Maybe he's just part of. Maybe they do an elimination chamber sure. match, and he's part of it. But I think it just. I don't think that was by accident. I don't think he's going to win it. No. But I think it's clearly they know the fans want to get behind this guy, which I think is why they kind of flipped him into that baby face, sure. like tweener-ish. I know you love that word. Fuck you. Um, just fuck you. I don't know. I was just curious because it's something that I've noticed the last couple weeks, and I don't know how I feel about it. I guess you can call me neutral on this, but neutral. Yeah, I would be more neutral. Nestle would make more sense alliteration, but that's fine. Yeah, but there's nothing neutral about you. You're either like Thank all you. the way Thank or you. all the I way not. I appreciate that. You're an extremist. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. that very much. Extremist so, Adam. So yeah, exactly. Who the fuck is Adam? You. So, so look, there's so <laughs> much that I that I'm curious about when it comes to Drew McIntyre because at least you know we get to that point. But is it worth like? Do you think he's going to be at some point in his career? Is he going to be a postseason player or is he going to be a regular season Joe? Like he's he a world a champion in guy? October guy. That doesn't mean anything. You it, know? I mean, it, it does. Stop. It does. It means something, but it's not. You're referring to January to April. Yes. With the with the two titles, maybe, but I think unlikely still. I still look. I, I he has to get that first run. I think first. Maybe they try him out like August to December. If he has a good showing, maybe they're like, okay, this is a guy we can. But I don't know. It's the same thing I feel with like I love Baron Corbin, but I don't think Corbin's ever going to have a no, January he's an to April. Guy. Yes, he's an and I, guy. And that's, that's kind of how I feel with McIntyre too. And that's a, that's the problem. It's not right? a bad thing. No, it's not a bad but thing. But it's not. It's it's one of those things. Like he's a star, but he's not the megastar. And no, there's no megastar in WWE anymore. That's the issue too. But like, mm. the, no, you can say mm. Roman Reigns is, but he's still not. Ronda like, Rousey was. Yeah, but she's not on the card. Roman right Reigns now. is honestly Becky becoming Lynch, one mm, with maybe. Fox. Roman Reigns, like everyone knows who he is. He's everywhere. Sure, he is literally everywhere. But I, what I'm saying right now is anybody that you've <clears> seen in the last two three years. It's not going to ever be on the wrestling mount, the, the wrestling mount rush. It's different now. It's too. different because the WWE is the fucking circus. They come to town and you pay to see mm-hmm. the WWE. Could be whoever the fucks on the card. Doesn't matter. There's not a there's not a generational talent that has Brock superseded. Lesnar. Well, Brock's up there, but he's yeah. still not on the mount. He's rush grandfathered card. in. Yeah, sure. He's he's before our time, <clears throat> before your time. But there's something about it. Either you're a postseason player or you're a regular season Joe. That's exactly what it is, and it's hard. It's hard because that's how it feels like sometimes. Yeah, and no, it's, it's and he's going to be swept under the rug for the next three months. And then once April comes around, you're going to remember what Drew McIntyre does again. He's going to have to go back to squash matches. He maybe gets a fucking U.S. title match or whatever. He'll be involved, but he'll he's like a B-list guy. Yeah, maybe he. I mean, he's a guy that either could win the fucking battle royal or he's in a big singles match and right. maybe gets a win. Exactly. So there it is. All right, we got to get to the. I mentioned his name. The kickoff of Raw. I mean, we've been. This is this is a good show. We're 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 making up for lost time, right? Um, Brock Lesnar, oh, Jesus. <clears throat> finally back, kicks off the show. Um, I had a big problem with this segment, and they want to put him in the Rumble, so he's not defending the title, it seems like, at, in uh, the Royal Rumble, so I guess he gets 120 days without defending that title, I guess, whatever. Um, he's entering at one. It's interesting. They're clearly going to use it as an angle, but the problem of why this is super heat for me is Paul Heyman's promo, he immediately said, he's like, no one on this roster is worthy of getting a title shot. What? So you just told me that your roster doesn't matter. AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, uh, Ricochet, all these single guys, they don't matter. They're not good enough. That's what you said. 
And now you're going to try to hype up, be like, oh, but everyone get a piece of the Royal Rumble. But you just said nobody's worthy. You just buried your entire roster. Why would you say that? Just say like, oh, Brock, like there's other ways to say it. But those words, bad words. Bad. Bad, Polly. Bad. Mm. And he runs the fucking show too. And he's done a good job of building a lot of these guys up. Like he's made us remember that Aleister Black and Buddy Murphy, actually good. Amazing what happens when they get a chance. Like, I don't know. I had a big problem with this segment. Didn't like it. And now it's like the Rumble's going to start with Brock in there, probably just tossing people out eventually. I can't wait, honestly. Kane Velasquez or Tyson Fury's coming out, and it's yes. everyone's going to boo because no one fucking wants to see Kane Velasquez right. fight for the world title. Right. Why? Like, it's one of those things that's like, how about this? Book Brock at the Rumble against someone. Have someone beat him because Kane fucking does it. And then Kane and Brock isn't for the title. And people might actually get behind because it. Because that's not going to sell tickets. It that's what they're looking at. They're looking at tickets. That's what I, that's what I said. They're selling Regular tickets no matter what. Post-season. WrestleMania isn't right. an issue of selling tickets. No, and I'm not saying that. I'm saying, okay, let me put it this way. They're selling network subscriptions then. You're going to go and you're going to see that poster. You're going to see Kane Velasquez. Does he have the WWE Championship or does Brock Lesnar? That's fine. You're Turn gonna, off. That's going to be right on Turn the fucking off. poster. Because I'm telling you right now, uh, at the at the very least, they're making you not care about the Men's Royal Rumble, regardless of what happens. You're just no, not going to care. There's two things they're doing here. Because there's that scenario, and then there's the other one. Boo-doo. The Roman Reigns in the room. Yep. You have Brock Lesnar just fucking out. Rusev comes out at two. Gone. Like Every single fan favorite comes out and he throws him out. And so you have to cheer for Roman Reigns. Even no, they did that early. They did that in 2016. No, I know. It's but it's one, of, it's one of it, they're it's gonna not gonna try, they, that's one of the – That's it's the other stupid. one. I don't think that's the route they're no, going. No, they're not going. But that's – when you see that, it's like, oh, are they really going to do this again? They could, and they would because they don't care because they think that you have a short-term disability uh, – disability, short-term memory, excuse me. And it's just – it doesn't make any sense, right? So it's you're sitting there going, oh, they're not going to care about that thing from four years ago? No way. Was and that, then, of course – That was four years ago? Four or five years ago, it Jesus. had to have been. Because you got to think it was WrestleMania 32. So, I'm yeah. bad with numbers, bro. So, that, yeah, this year's 36. Four years ago was the fucking rock, hand them over Philadelphia moment where it didn't fucking work. That's what it was. I'm sorry, no. 32 was thirty-two was uh, not the rock moment. It was when he had the championship, lost it to yes. Triple H. okay. But, I mean, that was bad. So, probably maybe six years from now, it was. It's cyclical. So every seven years, they redo use, you know, they do it. I can't help it. But it's just... I don't know. Like, I think that's – you know what? As you say it, it makes perfect sense. They're making you think about Brock. They're going to pull the rug out from Cain Velasquez eliminating him. Roman Reigns is going to either eliminate or Cain is going to eliminate Brock and himself and Roman Reigns wins by accident or something yeah. weird like that. That's what's going to end up happening. And it sucks because Mr. Uwa himself, in my opinion – you can't boo the guy. He's just so fucking good. People will. I, I, honestly, I, anyway. I like Roman Reigns. Um, I think he would deserve a win, but I just don't. I like to use the Rumble as an opportunity for someone, and Roman Reigns doesn't need the Rumble to no. get a title shot. Like, if they want to do him Fiend at Mania or him Brian, whatever the fuck they want to do, they don't need the Rumble to do that. But if you want to build someone for Brock, if it isn't going to be Kane, or if Brock's going to lose to somebody, like, it just... There's guys on Raw that need it more, but if they're truly doing Brock Kane for the title, then it, it makes sense to do Roman. Well, why do you think Brock Lesnar and Heyman were out there and Heyman said nobody on this roster yeah. is good no, enough? It's, it's going to Kane Velasquez, folks. It's a problem. Get the fucking van ready. You're going to WrestleMania and you're watching Kane Velasquez versus Brock Lesnar. You know what, I, you don't you care know what about. I hope they do it? I hope whatever angle they have planned for Brock, 
it's done early in the Rumble and we move on. Because they do they do, do that stuff and sometimes, like, we've seen the last couple of years, they throw Braun in early, it's all the Braun stuff, then he's gone by the teens and we're moving on to the actual Rumble. I My hope is that they do that with Brock. Who knows? Like you said in our thread, he could just go take a nap on the outside. Yep. I don't think Brock does that because I don't think he wants to be out there for an hour and a half because he's like, get in, get out, get my fucking steak dinner on a flight back home to Minnesota and fucking pork and sable all night. Oh, Jesus Christ. Let's go. I hope your mother's not listening. Yeah, so look, not too. So here, look, the other thing too about this Royal Rumble thing is that I still don't know if he, like you said, he's not defending. I don't they know. They said he's not defending the title. He's just sure? in the Rumble. Yeah. Are you sure? How would he defend the title? You can win, you're winning a title shot. He's not defending the title. But it could That's be. That's the whole point. No one's worthy of the title. So if people want to get their hands in them, earn it. It's pretty much what Heyman said. That seems odd to me. It is. It's it, stupid. It's very weird. It's, it's weird. very odd. That's why they're calling it unprecedented. Never been done before. But if theoretically, if Brock. Pretty sure Hulk Hogan was yeah. in the Royal Rumble as the champion well, no, and no. won. I mean, they did it with Reigns, and that's how Triple H won the title. No, but I mean, like, I'm saying without the championship yes. being defended. So it isn't unprecedented. It theoretically, isn't. Brock could win and challenge for the Universal title, I guess. Or the NXT title. Who knows? It's just odd. It's just odd. Not great, Bob. I told you, I don't love it. Don't love it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's time. Hit the button. I don't know. Can I get a six-man tag? Hala, hala, hala. New Year, same six-man tags. <laughs> it's awful. It's awful. I can't do it. I, I, look. <laughs> I can't. Well, I'm going to be real with you people. There's some things in life I can put up with. A lot, actually. Weddings. Weddings. <laughs> Terrible storylines. <laughs> what I cannot, and I'm trying to be as very calm and very collected while I say this, I cannot for the life of me understand what the fuck I watched. Like, so here, on, on the positive standpoint, from a, from a, from a, from a, it had me going. Pop don't lie? Pop doesn't lie. However, well, it's so, the big show. So we get to this whole like throughout the night thing. Like who's the mystery partner? I know who it is. Blah, blah. Excuse me. Uh, mystery partner, all that stuff. I'm watching it going, okay, it, they have my interest. Like they're piquing my interest. And then when I found out who it was, I went, well, the pop was pretty decent. Don't lie, baby. Oklahoma seemed to love him. That's fine. Boomer sooner. But, you know, yeah. <sighs> Somebody had me. Then giggling. the bell rang. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then, like somebody, somebody sitting there on Twitter and writes, uh, "We're gonna see the 137th uh, turn of the Big Show. Is he gonna help the AOP?" And I made me giggle because I was thinking to myself, "Okay, like this is not good. Like, Keep this, him away from AOP. This is not good at all." So I, there's a lot that like I'm not necessarily mad about the Big Show thing because there's that was honestly that's it was fine. It was a surprise. A surprise. It was a legitimate. I'm not surprise. a Big Show guy, but I can't lie. That was cool. It was to me. It was fun. It worked. It worked. That part of it. That worked. part of it. But we get to the six man tag bit. It Ooh. happened. It didn't mean anything. Once again, I'm gonna. I'm trying to be calm. I'm trying to be calm. Mrs. Dad, put him up, baby. Next week, this fight. So that's what the fuck does that even mean? That's where I'm gonna lose my shit. What does right? that mean? So here's here's what I don't understand is that we have this stupid six man tag match where it doesn't mean anything. Of course, we have a question mark, uh, you know, vacant looking uh, shadow for next week's graphic saying we don't know who's gonna be in the fist fight. Well, then why the hell are we doing this? Like, why did you bring Big Show? Is Big Show not gonna be the person to be in the six man tag? It doesn't. Like, what do we get next week? We getting Kane? We might as well get Kane. Right? Like, if it's Kane, I'm turning my TV off. No offense to Kane. It's just like. Are we talking about Kane or Kane Velasquez? No, I'm talking about it's got to be Kane. Like, no. it's got to be Kane. A mayoral fist fight? Yes, exactly. So he's going to join Seth again? 
I don't know. It's just, there's so many things about this. You do a six-man tag, and then you do a six-man tag again with a first-ever fist fight. Yeah. Paul Heyman is trying to appease... Somebody, obviously, by doing first ever, first ever, unprecedented things, and it is what it is. However, what the fuck is a fist fight? Isn't an ODQ match or a street fight been a fist fight? Six men are going to just wrap their hands in tape? They're going to put them in glass? They're going to put them in thumbtacks and then punch people? No, they're not going to do that because that'd be too gruesome from the man from the extreme land. They're not going to do that. I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. It's a six-man tag. Who the fuck cares? Let's move on. I don't want to get out. Let's just move. I, I I can't. I can't do six-man tags. JC, I cannot fucking do it. I, yeah, I don't either. It's, if it's the main event, I'm just shutting it off. Sorry, folks. I'm going to shut it off. It's a waste of time. I was hoping in 2020, new year, new main events, but clearly not. It's filler. AEW does the same thing. Everyone does it. It sucks. Um, do you have any quick heats? Because I really don't. I mean, Moving along. Becky and Oscar doesn't do anything for here. me. I don't know if you have any thoughts on Becky Asuka because it's not doing anything Fuck for me it, yet. Whatever. My problem with it is that like Becky continues every week to bury her own title reign, which the reason why it's gotten stale is because she has no one left to beat, and they're building it there. She is going out of her way to try to legitimize Asuka, and it is just making it not interesting because she's devaluing herself too much. Like I'm all for building up your opponent, but you're talking about how your dominant year, where you literally fucking wipe the floor with everyone is useless because you couldn't beat one person. I don't know. It just is bad. Let's get hopeful. Glorious. You're my only hope. I saw Star Wars Last Jedi. I'm getting ready to see the next one, but so it said the only hope thing. Pretty okay. decent. Didn't mind Last so, Jedi. So this is all I'll say without doing spoilers. I don't know if someone's hot. I really liked The Last Jedi when I saw it, but when I saw the third one, it made me like kind of hate what happened with The Last Jedi because... Having different directors kind of fucked it up. I'd love to see Ryan Johnson do his own trilogy on his own because I thought his ideas and the way he changed Star Wars was awesome. But not for this trilogy because I thought Abrams did a great job too and he had to do a lot of work in the third to get it back to where he wanted it. So, yeah. The last Jedi watched by itself, great. You watch Mm -hmm. part of the trilogy. Okay. That's it. Got it. You got a hope? Good Star Wars radio. Yes. Um, Hope? Yeah. uh, Short and sweet. I'll keep it simple. Um. You know, it's a new year, so new hopes, and it's kind of a, a flashback to someone who I believe kicked off last decade, or around the beginning of the decade, and he was a WWE champion, and after watching him get his shit back last week, uh, where's the button? When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. My hope is that The Miz wins the WWE Universal Championship in 2020. Never held that one. Um, I think the way they're progressing him is good. It would probably be more of a later in the year thing. Honestly, you know what I wouldn't mind them running back? He'd be a money in the bank candidate for me. He'd carry that around for a while. He did wonders with it before. Why not do it again? Be a good way for him to cash in on Roman later in the year. Maybe a good second half of the year feud. So pretty simple. Hashtag JC knows. Hashtag JC's hopes come true in 2020. I, I don't disagree with that. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, we're Miz guys. We're Miz guys. It's yeah. going to be great. Him and Morrison will win the tag titles. Yes, this is true, of course. As I'm scrolling through this, I'm trying to actually look at where I put my comeback. I'm sorry. You hope Shelton Benjamin wins eight titles in 2020? No, look. He was on TV this week. He was he was on television. Saying. Possible comeback opportunity. So, mm-hmm. look, I just uh, – there's so much that I could say, but I'm going to label, label it this. As much as I hate the stupid wedding thing. Ooh, you like it. I don't like it. They I'm know. not bachelorish. Mm-hmm. Relax. But here's the thing. Like so, it. Lashley and Rusev, I hope this thing ends. What I hope happens here – it probably won't happen, but I foresee that Lana 
and Liv get back together and double-cross these two men. And they become some type of must-see television, I'm sure, from the Bachelor people. You you uh, fucking casuals over there. Uh, you're going to watch it, and I think they're either going to be women's tag team champions because Paul Heyman's going to have such a, a lesbian like love fest with this thing. He's going to be like, yes, we need more of this. Which, again, I'm not a, I don't care about it. I just want it to be good. Like and so or so bad that it's good. Or sure, yeah, on your end. Like <laughs> watchable would be great. Oh, this is very watchable. Watchability index a hundred. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! But I'm thinking to myself, I can see them all double crossing, the men, and being like, we still love each other. And then they were gonna they're gonna be on the rise to take the belts off the Kabuki Warriors. Oh my! God. That's what's gonna fucking happen. And it's gonna be, I'm gonna lose my mind. I don't know why this is my hope, but th- when I watched it the other day, and she's like, I'm gonna be in Rusev's corner. I went, why? Why? To further the storyline, Nestlemania. It's not happening. It's not fucking happening. And it's it's just not. And one of our, I think I think it was one of our buddies on Twitter, the Midnight Pirate, it was like, I want more of this. I want it to be like everywhere. And a special shout out to you. I don't know why you said it, but it's just, it, it, it stuck out in my mind. But you know what? It put Liv and, and Lana together as a tag team. I'm sure people would love it. Live I, your I, best life, man. I can't, I can't do it, but I feel like it's going to happen. There it is. Put it out in the universe. I like it. Stupid. Will Nestle's hopes come true in 2020? No. I hope so. No, I hope I back I ho- zero. No, I hope so. Because I, I'm just happy lives on TV, man. The original friend of the podcast, <laughs> Liv Morgan. She's a stud. The original friend of JC. You know what it is that I really like about her? Her voice is so unique. I like it. I like hearing her talk. It's just it's it's, it's Charlie Quinn. Yeah, I guess. yeah. It's, it's, it works. Uh, but yeah. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for she was certainly a nominee, and so was. God, you know what I just realized? I'm going to fucking audible my comeback. We never talked about something. Ooh, there you go. I didn't really love this segment. Uh, it was actually bad. I just must have been so mad I didn't write it down because I was done. But uh, the Usos came back and saved Roman Reigns from the Kanan uh, Ziggles. Um, probably got some six-man tags in our future with Robert Roode showing up. But bitch. you know what? The Usos, as uh, our boy Billy, best tag team on the planet, maybe of all time. I absolutely love them. Love to watch them wrestle. Them being in the same division with the New Day and Revival. Um... Yeah, we're going to be getting some of those matches, so it's always good to see them back. Uh, the other one I had was uh, the fella, so a big uh, Ben comeback here with the Usos and Sheamus, not only in the same week, but on the same show. Yeah, we talked about what happened to him earlier. It probably happened double trouble here-ish. Ish. Quick note, like the new look? Hair? Gone? Yeah, different look. Something different. I don't mind people mixing it up. Uh, to be slightly hypocritical, I'm going to pick my comeback to be the big show only because <laughs> <laughs> only because Pop doesn't lie. And it's a, uh, a tale of at least if you go away for two years, you come back, you know, you're going to get a reaction. Uh, you know, like you just true. that's valid. I saw you so, tweet that valid. And I think that it's important to show that he is one of those people like uh, so I had the interview with the king and he was making a comment about wanting to be an attraction. And when I saw the big show, I went, there's there's attraction. The biggest, he's the biggest attraction yep. you can think of literally and figuratively. And he you know, you wheel him out every once in a while like that. I'm OK with it. You know, was it a great thing? No. But again, for me, I'm a, throughout my life watching the Giants to the big show to, to you know, Paul White in and out of the ring. You can't really hate the guy because he does so much work as an ambassador. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I could get – if Mark Henry comes back next week for the tape fist, I think Josh is going to lose his mind. Who the fuck is Josh? But I'm just saying – He went out perfectly, but god damn it. I'm a sucker for him. Yeah, you are. There's oh, certain he's the suckers. best. It's either going to be Kane or, or Mark Henry. I got pity left in the tank. Yeah, it's going to happen. 
it's gonna be, depending on where they are. Look up where they are. I guarantee hometown pop. It'll either be Kane, Silsby, um, Texas. <laughs> I always thought it was Salisbury, but whatever. Salisbury <laughs> steak. But anyway, that's that's where I, I give my comeback to the big show because he deserved it. There it is. Oh, wow. We got some stuff uh, for next week, but first, uh, give us five stars, five flames on iTunes, Anchor. Oh, you're losing your. I, it's been a while. Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, and we don't YouTube. We don't do Podbean. Oh, anymore. fuck Podbean! <laughs> Throw it out. It's off the list. But YouTube. Um, so yeah, like, subscribe, you're download, give five stars, five flames, share the show, tell a friend. I was gonna say, tell um, a friend. You know, here, here's the other thing. Program. Even if your friend doesn't listen to it. Steal their phone, subscribe, have it automatically download, and they can delete it after. Exactly. We'll appreciate it. Our boy Kev does that for us. Yes. I don't know if he's ever listened, but he does that. It, it, you know what? That stuff goes a long way for us. Uh, Jobberknocker.com, that's the website. Um, we have the article, as we mentioned earlier, is the crazy event shit. Uh, also, NXT, NXT, you okay? And AEW will uh, be there on the weekly, uh, as well as other stuff along the way. Um, do want to give a quick shout out to our guy, uh, only Aaron Turner. Will not be doing NWA for us anymore, but we appreciated the work that he did though, because uh, I didn't really know anything about that product. He did a good job of telling us, so shout out for him. We Thank appreciated you your help. Um, good luck. Uh, and then I gotta go through the Twitter handles now. Oh God. At Jobberknocker. At NetJC of the oh, JK. At TQ of the JK. At Ray Ray Damn of the it. JK. At Billy D twenty four eleven. At Joe Pollock forty seven. At TJ of the JK. At the Real Deal B Cox. Facebook Jobberknocker. Instagram Jobberknocker. It's twenty twenty, and we're still everywhere. You want to be on social media? Am I right? At Nestlemania. Mm-hmm. There you go. So uh, he took a big gulp of some purple gade. Purple Gade? How Gade. about Gatorade? Uh, no, I like to save syllables. Um, on Raw next week, we have Orton versus AJ, both in the Rumble. Rusev versus Lashley with Liv and Rusev Corner. Black versus Murphy, part three. And a this fist fight bullshit. <laughs> Nothing, no, I don't think anything was a- advertised for SmackDown. I could be wrong. There might have been, but I don't remember. That was you Friday. You fast forward. so It's Tuesday, bro. No, I watched SmackDown. I just... No, no, I'm saying on Raw, they might have said something is going to happen. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if they did. They'll probably book stuff on Backstage tonight. It's I believe weird. The Miz is on WWE Backstage tonight. Yes. Must see fucking TV. I'm I sure cannot watch wait it. for it because last time The Miz and Renee Young were on a talk show, when that was a thing, Talking Smack, yep. we had The Miz Bryan as one of the greatest segments in WWE history that wasn't even part of a regular show. But so, uh, any any takeaways from any of those four? So I will say this much. There, there's something about this. You go, AJ and Randy. We knew that WrestleMania was fun. That was lead up. They're doing something. as We didn't even talk about AJ doing the moves of Randy Orton yes, and Yes, he Raw. did the RKO on He did Tazala. all that stuff. I'm okay with this match. It's clearly something that's gonna pay, we're going to pay attention to. Then you do the next one, Buddy in Black. We know that's going to be fun. It's fine. I don't know if we're going to get to be as different as a CN Mysterio thing where like they may not be able to stretch it after three, in my opinion. They may not even stretch it after two. I think I might be a little bored with it, honestly. Do you think that's that might be booked for the Rumble, and that'll be it? I, my, my thing is— Because I don't think those guys are going to be in the way in the, in the Rumble the way it's going. If it, if Buddy loses here, I mean, it's got to be over, because that's three. Yeah, Aleister Black's already beat him twice. Yeah. I, honestly, I will Do you see, care? Do no, you care? No. And I love watching them wrestle, and I'll probably enjoy it, but if they wanted me to invest in a third match, if you're doing a best of three, I kind of need the other guy to win. Right. I know we don't like 50-50 booking, but if you're doing it like this, where it's like one-upsmanship— but he needed to win. You didn't do that. So you're already telling me Black's better than him. He's just giving him a pity match. Would you have enjoyed the fact that it would have, if they could have booked a best of seven series? It depends how you do it. The Seamus Cesaro one, I think, was a unicorn, the way that went. Okay. Um, I don't know, but these guys are good together. They're must see TV when they fight. Okay. Rusev and Lashley, do you care? Because I thought the, the tables match was atrocious to begin with, and so I'm just hoping that this um, thing is over with. 
I honestly am interested because of the schmoz factor. Yeah, it's it's the Gaga man. Because I don't like it's just it's something about this now where it's, it's so bad I can't take my eyes off it. We already talked about that, so yeah, we should move on. Brock more. does something. Who knows? <sighs> yeah, maybe he'll just maybe he'll bury the SmackDown roster this week. Who knows? And then we've got the fist fight. I couldn't care less as we talked about this. I can't. I'm telling you right now, folks. I don't know if JC, if you want to watch this match. No, no, I don't even want to talk about it. Okay. NXT this week on Wednesday. Do a quick preview. The North Americans having a fatal four-way number one contender match. Keith Lee, what, what? Uh, Dominic Dijakovic, who is Rey Mysterio's son. The Yacha, (laughs) Damian Priest, and the guy that I just don't get, Cameron Grimes. Who you got? I mean, it has to be Keith Lee. What, what? Right? Bask in his glory. After everybody you said here. Uh, the only thing I would I... think so. Priest is a wild card, but I I mean, Keith Lee makes a lot of sense. And you know what? I'd like to see him win. Yeah, I think he could. Why not bask in his glory and give him a title? I think that's a very, very uh, admirable thing you just did there. All right. Uh, next up, the, the Dusty Classic is announced. Woof. Um, I can't remember all the matches, but this week, the champions are taking on the NXT UK champions, Gallus versus the Undisputed Era. I think this is uh they normally a lot of times in this they give it to a tag team that isn't draped in gold. Um and I think this is a good way to kind of put Gallus on the map cuz NXT UK has a pretty damn good tag division. I think Gallus is going to pull the upset. Okay. I look, I know that the Gallus, I love saying Worlds it. collide. If you haven't been checking out NXT UK, don't worry about it. The real deal B Cox, Brandon Cox He's got is you covered, bro. Killing it every week doing it cuz I can't I just can't watch it and the dude's fucking na- nailing it every week. I me. watch so. based on what he tells me. Exactly. AKA Jordan Devlin matches cuz that guy is so fucking good. Brandon Cox, he's a tastemaker. He's the real deal. He just lets me know like what I need to watch. Real deal. Yeah. He is. Talking to the real deal now. All right, anything else? Uh AW uh, Moxley oh allegedly is giving his answer. What are your thoughts on how Moxley Jericho has been going? It's predictable. It's very much predictable. I know is it good, though? though? I think it's... Because o- I don't hate it. It's okay. I don't think it could be... Well, it could be worse. I think they're... Based on the players involved as a fan, I want more. Yes. And I think that Jericho could do a lot more to be like... He did the whole Ferrari or whatever that, that gimmick was. With, he drove away and whatever. It, it, it's fine. Not great, Gaga. But the thing I want from, and I don't know if they can do it, but the thing that would be nice for me as a fan would be to show how close Jericho and Moxley truly are. I think by having that, you're, we're friends outside of this thing, show pictures or, or, or show like them and Renee like hanging out in, in Las Vegas or something like that like before. Like I would do that to drive the point home because then I'm like, okay, like at least I would buy maybe the fact that Mox isn't going to just pick him up and drop him on his head. You know what I mean? So it's just it's hard for me to get behind it because I like I'm okay when wrestling's predictable, I do, as long as it's good. Because then I'm like, oh, you know what? Yeah, yeah. that gets me pumped and jacked. However, and I hope I'm wrong, I just I don't think they have anything other than he's gonna be surrounded by the inner circle, they're gonna throw him a t shirt, there's gonna be a fake hug, he'll pull him in and give him drop him, and then he's gonna fight all five of them. Dirty deeds yeah. done that cheap. So I think for me that's where I look at it. I look at it like it's a necessary evil to move Mox into the slot, but it's just – I hope that they come up with something different. It would be nice to see something different. Yeah, I think you said it perfectly. This week's like a crossroads for the feud, and we kind of see how it's setting up, but we hope to get the swerve. Uh, Cody also responding to MJF this week. He had a list of demands. Uh, once again, I know we got the Joe Stopper uh, Elite of the Week because, like we said, on the fucking mic, that guy's a rock star. I think I've seen him wrestle like half a match, so I still kind of want to see how that goes. I think Cody would bring out the best in him. But uh, what do you think's going to happen here? 
I think Wardlow is going to have some type of involvement here. I think he's going to attack because he's fighting Cody at some point. So before. he has. So Cody's one of the gonna, demands. Cody's going to say yes, do his thing, and they're going to do that whole thing. Wardlow cage match. The Wardlow cage match is going to happen somewhere. Ugh, I hope it's not in the same night. Cage honestly, uh, at Revolution, I could. I honestly, I get this whole having to fight a bunch of things to get to MJF, and he's going to. He's it. Bowser. Yeah, I I understand it, and I appreciate the long term of it. I do. I just think that. Um, I've never seen Wardlow, so I don't know if, like... Those guys are either... Yeah, there's there's no in-between with those big, yeah. like, bruiser types. Like, they're either good or they're not. Yeah, and I think I think by masquerading it as a cage match, you can do something with it, and that's fine. He'll probably just be throwing Cody around like a rat. Yeah, and I, I, I don't mind it, but I, I'm curious to think about it as, like, I'd like to see Cody not face MJF. Like, I think that that would be cooler to be like, oh, you had your chance and you blew it, versus... The normal, you beat the big guy in a cage. Then you can't touch the guy to the pay-per-view. Like, we've seen that. Yeah. I would prefer him not, ha- like, having a mental breakdown or MJF does something. Like, So he's going to respond with a yes, of course, and have a passionate promo. I'm sure I'm going to eat it up and love it. But I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes. And I, they have my attention, but they don't really have much of my attention. They have your attention, but they don't have you at a full pants attention. Got yes. it. Um, two other quick notes on AEW. Hangman is a drunk loser, I Love guess. Love it. Love it. Have you, I, have you been watching being... No, honestly, I kind of like it too because Hangman does nothing for me, but I can relate to him. Like, he, he just, uh, I don't know. The lower thirds have me every the time. The lower thirds are so good on AEW. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think Max <laughs> might work for them. Uh, he's been drinking. Side, That's yeah. my favorite yeah. one so far. <laughs> There's been some good ones. Yeah, yeah. so it, I, listen, I, I hope that he has like a tailspin. I really do. I hope that he's just like... It's a private party. It's just a private party. <laughs> like, I love that shit. When he, like, he jokes with them and they're just like, don't be an asshole, man. So it's great. I love it. I love it. Last note is, um, I know we saw this because I put it in the thread, but that uh, Joey Janela penelope Ford Twitter battle. Oh, God. Talking about uh, his member. If you guys haven't seen it, check it out. But I, it's this is something that AEW, I think, is doing really well is they're really pushing stuff on social media just organically and they're setting stuff up and they're letting storylines breathe a little bit. So like this C-list storyline with Joey Janela, I mean, I'm interested in it because we obviously know they were like a thing before and now it's with Kip Sabian who we saw wrestle at the event we went to and I just, he does flippies, but there's not much to him, but Penelope gives him something and this is the first feud we've seen him in. So I'm interested. I'm in. I, I I will always watch something Joey Janela. I don't know why. It's I, like, he's, he is a guilty player. I really sure. like him. Yeah. I don't know what it is because it's just he's a star. There's something he's, about him. He's a star. Yeah. There's Regardless something about of his him. height or his background, trained or not trained, when anybody wants to bitch don't about care. him, he's just a he's star. He's an enigma. Yeah. It's just he, you got to watch him. Yeah. So that's what I think about. Wow. I did not expect to get that out of you. I know. I, you're usually hard and fast with the those type of guys, but oh, you're, yeah. they're just. There's an it factor. Yeah, there's an that, it factor. That, that it factor that everyone talks about. I'll fall about. out of love with them, I'm sure, at some point. So it is what it is. <sighs> and Penelope. Yeah, we know. I can't see your other hand, but that's all right. Anyway. Hands up. Hands up for Jesus. Anyway, on that note, thank you for listening to the Jobber Knocker. We will be back next week with more Jobber Knockery. Man. Had to. It's 2020.